This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Sounds children. Like you swallowed your tongue. What? You swallowed your tongue. No, I didn't. Way, oh. to, <laughs> way to cut off me. But anyway, you are listening to Marking It Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. As we always say, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the show, either on MarkingOut.com, where you can find all the past episodes, or on iTunes, you'll see our wonderful logo made by our buddy at Nick Machoto. If you need any graphic design needs, please email him at bwing411 at gmail.com. Also, we got to give a big shout-out to Ring Rope Rebellion for making our theme music. It never gets old for me. It really I does I love it. it. Every single time listening to it, like, yeah. I, I, I still miss music. their little uh, YouTube show. No, the Ring Rope Rebellion yeah. show. Hey, you know what? People are busy these days. So, you know, if they get around to another one, it's fine. If you want to go uh, see some other YouTube shows, you can go to mark, uh, youtube.com slash out one where you can watch the latest installment of Cooking with Brandon, which uh, was a, a fun experience to make. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash markingout. Um, Chris's Match of the Week will be up there every Thursday. Dave posts a lot of other videos of NXT, Ring of Honor, some discussions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, trying to get everybody to discuss what we think of matches and everything. Just go talk. Absolutely. Uh, we do also uh, are on Twitter, twitter.com slash markingout. We live tweet during Raw, SmackDown, not Impact. Um, everything, you know, even stuff that we see on the street that, uh, you know, we mark out for. And we don't, we don't tweet during impact, not because it's not bad or anything, because it's actually been really good. It's just, it doesn't do anything for us. Yeah. Well, and no, we, not, 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 busy. not even that. It's just, I've had a bit like, I watched all of impact last night, but it, I just had a, I had a busy week. I was at the restaurant Tuesday for a double. I was I had a shoot Wednesday all day. I was at the office Thursday for like five hours well, and then also, like honestly I only think we gain maybe one follower on Thursdays if we live tweet who cares I mean and probably get retweeted three times live, live tweeting isn't about the followers we gain it's about making people happy there we go. Yeah, but we could only make so many happy. If you want to email us about anything, you can go to markingout1 at gmail.com. And, you know, if you want to advertise, maybe get a song on the show. You know, we always have a lot of great songs. We have a new one this week from a, uh, an old favorite of ours. Uh, anyway, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. Um, I've been a little inactive on the Twitter thing. As I said, I've been very busy, but... Ever since you got a shameless plug. Yeah, ever since I got a shameless plug. I got I got a couple... You know what the weird thing about it was? I tweeted one time about the Cubs. Like, I was watching the Cubs game, and now, like, all of a sudden, just randomly, I'll just get, like, fake Starlin Castro accounts and fake Darwin <laughs> Barney accounts and all this stuff. By the way, Dave, we are neck and neck this week in fantasy baseball. Are we? Yeah. I thought I was beating you. you no. Last night, it was 10-2. to 2. If you win... If you beat me by like no, you're winning like six four now. But regardless, okay. Anyway, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog. <laughs> I'm here with no personal Twitter, Dave, but you can. Uh, he does most of the tweeting. On yeah, just go follow Marking Out, and I'm good. Yeah, and we're also here with uh, Doctor Brandon Sandow, MD. You can follow him on Twitter at bttg161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always, and yes, I will give you a free breast exam. Can we use proper language? It's called a mammogram. Yeah. Brandon doesn't know, know these things. What's a mammography? <laughs> Ma- yeah, a pap smear. No, isn't it? 
I don't know. Yes, it, it, it no, it, it's a mammography. Yes, that is the proper term. <laughs> a mammography. mammography. It's where you where you feel up mummies. Yes. <laughs> Brandon's all about that. It's it's so funny. I should know that. Like my entire family is in the medical field besides me. Yeah. Why you didn't know it was mammogram? No, I knew it was a mammogram. Oh. That's what I knew, but I didn't know yeah. if it was a the, like the proper term for yeah. it. You know, my mom's a nurse. My my stepfather my stepfather owns a compliance company. My sister works for a neurologist's office. Well, it's also important my, stuff to know. I mean. Uh, you know what? When you're, uh, you how know, is that an important thing to know? Well, men with uh, breasts. Hey, man, people have to watch stuff, and that's what Still I gotta uh, do. Mammograms. People, and people need to eat, and people need to watch stuff. So, uh, you know, that's important stuff. Don't as well. neglect the health, uh, health related. Fields. Absolutely not. I feel my balls every uh, time I'm in the shower. Make sure I don't have testicular cancer. There you go. And on that note, let's get to professional wrestling. Actually, let's get to sports entertainment. Uh, before we even talk about SmackDown or Raw, bigger news out of. The WWE camp this week. Uh, we've lost something that has been near and dear to our hearts in the world wrestling entertainment. No, no wrestler has died. You know, Vince McMahon isn't dead yet, not a performer. Triple H cut his hair this week. And I think that's the biggest news out of anything that's gone on WWE yeah, was. That blew up pretty big. That was, I was amazed. I forget, I think it was Trent Beretta. Who tweeted it out? I think Brandon retweeted it. It was like, oh, we're a dying breed these days and posted a picture of uh, Triple H outside WWE headquarters. Yeah, Brandon told me about it. I was just like, wait, what? He looks so weird. I know. it's His head looks like bigger. It doesn't than... fit. No, it doesn't right. fit at all. It looks like he still has a ponytail there. Wow, this doesn't like sound. A pony I'm just thinking about what the listeners are listening to right now, and it doesn't sound too good. Well, his no, head, his head is so big, it doesn't fit. Well, it's... it was uh, on two and a, a two and a half wrestlers this week. They're like, "Yep, guys, go to the website and take our poll." I want to te- I want to text message Jay Silver and be like, <laughs> "Go back and listen to that. Take our poll. Whose poll are we going to be taking? Kevin's, Pat's." Um, hey, but it's gonna uh, no, be but taken. but crazy. Like we've only seen Triple H with long hair and now it's gone I'm not a fan of it I mean yes I guess he's trying to look more professional but I feel like he doesn't look professional at all with it, it like you said it just looks weird with the ponytail you have the... To see from, but you have to is see is there a ponytail or something there's no ponytail there's no po- yeah he yeah, has a mullet none. now imagine well, what Triple you... H cuts well... his hair for a more corporate look yeah, right? mullet <laughs> What were you going to say, David? I was, no, what, what did you say about ponytail? I don't remember. What were you uh, I, th- I thought you were yeah, referring, said, like, referring to how he has a little ponytail in the back. I was just No, I said it looks like saw. there's a ponytail, like a phantom ponytail. All right, well, Triple H, I know we're, we know you're listening. Send us, please, a picture of your non-existent ponytail. All I have to say is that I hope he donated his hair because it was definitely long enough to donate it. I donated my hair yesterday, uh, last year. Your facial tomorrow. hair? No, my fucking actual hair. Really? Yeah, your pubic yeah, hair? Yeah, cut 14 inches off my hair. Your pubic hair was 14 inches long? Man. Jeez, that's a yes, forest. Pubic hair. <laughs> yeah. This is pubic hair right here. So is that shit on your chin over there? No, this is my my beard. Pubic hair. That's pubic hair. No, that's Because not... it didn't grow till when? That is not... That's not pubic hair. He, no, it's Granted, not... Okay, it's pubic hair, hair is, is hair that grows around your pubic bone, but... There is no such thing as a pubic bone. Yes, there is. Pubic region. The, pu- the, no. pubic, the, the pubic bone's connected to your ball sack. The ball sack's connected to your scrotum. Your scrotum There's no pubic bone. Asshole. Your asshole gets cut if you shit too big. All right, so wow. pretty much go if you need a doctor. Go to Dr. Brandon Sandow, MD. He's like Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. <laughs> Hi, everybody. But anyway, let's get on to let's get on to SmackDown from last week. Brandon, put down your phone and stop text messaging. Yeah. Uh, if we, you're texting me, I'm not seeing it. The goods and bads of SmackDown. Uh, we're gonna, there's a lot of good. There was no bads. 
this week on SmackDown. But Randy Orton had a match. Oh, wait a minute. That's right. Bad. Randy Orton versus Dolph Ziggler. Randy Orton gets the win. But the match was actually good. Yeah, it was I actually mean, good. We can put that in the middle, but... I mean, yeah, we can put it in the middle. We're just saying that it's bad because it's Randy Orton Yeah, we Randy have, Borton. We have to stay to a standard of keeping Randy Orton I, in, the, in the bad. I, I love the fact that Ziggler went to Twitter about it and whatnot, and he hashtagged Borton. Good. Instead of Warden, I thought it was pretty funny. It was good. Uh, let's get to the middles. You have the primetime players defeating the international assault, aerial assault, or whatever they're it's, called. It's great to see a new tag team in there. Like, yes, we have seen them be in the past, but we haven't seen them like we are seeing them now. Yeah, but now they have an official name. Exactly. So it's very cool to see that, especially a high-flying tag team. But the primetime players get the uh, the W, which is interesting. Yeah, about that. I'm over that right now. Yeah, is this push going anywhere? Is there any point for primetime like, players to keep on winning? Maybe they'll win the titles at Night of Champions. But it's like, why I don't do they think keep that, on getting the chance I don't think they have be... a good chance. I don't think the tag team titles has... No, I think it changed hands twi only twice at Night of Champions. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're the one that had probably had those fucking yep. mark facts. Yeah, I did. <laughs> CM Punk is 0-4 in Night of Champions. He is. He's 0-4. Hey, he could be... He could be he could John be Cena has a below 500 average. Real, you Wow. You really, like, looked into this, didn't yeah. you? Shit. All right, well, but... courtesy of uh, Bleacher Report, they helped oh, me out with my information. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 it kind of reminds me of what they're doing with Alberto Del Rio right now. Every just, time there's a number one contendership, he wins it. Every time there's a number one contendership for the... Is it just two-on-two? Two? What do you mean? Do we just know as primetime players versus... Uh, yeah. Oh, it's not gauntlet style or anything like that? For what? Well, no, we don't know that yet. Titles. We, Did they announce anything? Yeah, no, they haven't, announced, they haven't announced anything. Okay, yet. so... I mean, I, as I, I said, I think on last, on last week's show, I would have liked to see a uh, tag team gauntlet. But yeah, the way I, things the way things went down, it looks like it's going to be something like that. It has to be because or they, they, the whole backstage segment where everyone jumped everybody. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's already out of people's minds. I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get on to other good things. You had uh, Rey Mysterio going over Cody Rhodes last week, which was a good match, but also to the storyline itself. Cody Rhodes really trying to get after people's masks. He was attacking Rey Mysterio's mask during the match. Uh, afterwards. Uh, Sin Cara comes out and masks Cody Rhodes, yeah, which is I good. I, I always think that they put on really good matches, uh, Rey Mysterio and Cody Rhodes. And I, I like this storyline, but I still feel like Cody Rhodes needs a, needs they need to pull the trigger with him. I know, but I feel like he's one of those guys that they can kind of just wait for it. You know, they can kind of wait for him and then pull the trigger. Because the, the the world title picture right now with, is, is very... It, it's not cluttered. Well, There's I, just a lot going on because Dolph Ziggler's Money in the Bank winner. Randy Orton wants title shot. Alberto Del Rio's the number one contender. But the thing is, it's also if you throw Cody Rhodes in there or take one of them out, it switches it up completely because we've seen Orton in there and mm -hmm. all of them, Del Rio, so many times. Sheamus, if you toss him in there, it really switches it up. Hell, even put Randy Orton going for the... Uh, one of the lower belts, like Intercontinental or... United States title. Yeah, U.S. championship. Now, if, if they wait too long with Cody, they're going to end up giving him t polka dots, and <laughs> that's not going to be good. Yeah. All righty. Uh, you had a really good Divas match between uh, Caitlyn and Natalia, which Caitlyn just stretched the shit out of her. Hell I was... Yeah. <laughs> Dave's like, man, I wish I could do that. Mm -hmm. But it was it was a good match. You know, Caitlyn deservingly getting the W, keeping her on a hot streak going into Night of Champions. I'm, I'm still mean Natalia stretched her? I'm, I'm still yeah. upset that Natalia is losing so often as she is. But she's working with these younger talent. 
You know, she's a, she's a third generation star. She knows the ring, and you have to kind of build up all your other divas to I, the I level like, of Natalia and the level of and expertise of Natalia. But I feel like is this going to help her out at all? I mean, there's no point for being so young as she is to be helping out the other talent. If she's well, got think, she's got to think about herself and get herself over. True. I think the I think that Natalia is doing the perfect job though. Like she's. She's going to be around for a long time to do that. Is she? Yeah, I agree with Brandon. But how much? How long will she be around? I mean, it's the it's pro wrestling. You never know what could happen or who's going to. I I think it's safe to say that she's one of the people that, that are safe because she knows her shit. No, yeah. But that, hopefully WWE realizes this. Yeah. All right. Well, as as we, as we mentioned a couple weeks or last week, they're diminishing the time of the deep. Divas division, so yeah. you know you got that good one match in there, and it, especially with SmackDown, all the good wrestling that's going on on SmackDown, it's good. To, it's it's um good hearting. I, I don't know. I can't think of the word right now. It's good to see that there was a good Divas match. Uh, continuing yeah. on with the goods, a great match between Alberto Del Rio and Kane, with Alberto Del Rio getting the W, and then kind of continuing on with this anger management Josh Matthews feud with Kane taking out his aggression on Josh Matthews, which uh, I like. Um, I know you, Dave. You mentioned I, something to the fact of Kane shouldn't be losing so much. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing. I don't mind. Like he's been losing a lot, well, a good amount of time. Uh, and I feel like it kind of diminishes from his character, but it also plays into the storyline. I like it's the same with with R Truth last week. Yeah, but it plays well with Daniel Bryan. But yeah, it plays into the storyline, so I'm okay with it. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, then the last big thing, uh, you know, the uh, Sheamus's involvement with SmackDown. Uh, this week, Sheamus coming out, cutting a promo, and then being interrupted by the uh, the martyr and the intellectual savior of the masses, Damien Sandow. I mean, he's been on a little bit of a losing streak, and it kind of continued this week on SmackDown. How Booker much of T a lo- losing streak. Well, last week losing against uh, him and Cody Rhodes, losing to Brodus Clay and Sin Cara. But then did, before that, he would beat uh, Brodus Clay. He did beat Brodus Clay. But then this week on SmackDown, too, losing well, losing via countout to Sheamus. I guess it kind of saves, uh, you know, saves Damian Sandow a little bit with keeping him, you know, not getting pinned. So kind of keeping him in that upper, you know, keeping him, keeping him somewhat keeping hot, keeping him relevant and hot on his, on some sort of a streak. This is a feud. I mean, we just mentioned about how the World Heavyweight Title Division is very, very cluttered, but. It's good to see that um, I would like to see this feud happen. Damien Sandow and Sheamus. I thought they put on a great match. It was a lot of fun to watch. And it would be something that would I would like. That's the thing. I feel like because it's so cluttered that right now we've seen a lot of the matches that they've put on already multiple times. They really have to switch it up. And the perfect way to switch it up is put Cody Rhodes up there in the main event. Mm-hmm. Put Damien Sandow out there. And then put some of these higher up guys a little like, bit lower. Then you have like seven, eight guys. What do you get? But that's do? what I'm saying. Like put some of the higher up guys lower to the other divisions. You spread it all out. So you, this way, why why does everything always have to be about a championship though? Because that's wrestling. Everything's always about a championship. Yeah, grabbing that brass ring. Yeah. I mean, you don't wrestle just because. Hey, I want to wrestle you. You wrestle because your some goal is to get the championship. Brock Lesnar and Triple H did that. John when? Cena and The Rock did that. When? I'm not arguing this. And John Cena and, and yeah, Rock yeah, didn't I'm, do I'm that. really not arguing John this Cena as and well. John Cena and The Rock didn't do that. How's it an argument? Yes, they did. They didn't do it over a championship. They didn't do it over the championship. I know, but what was it? What was, what, was, what was the ultimate outcome of that? The person that won that match, which was The Rock, is getting a title shot. Yeah, what did The Rock at, say? Well, what was the ultimate, was the ultimate outcome of Brock Lesnar versus Triple H? We don't know yet. 
We don't know it yet. That's going to be a storyline. It may be Brock Lesnar may want it might enter the Royal Rumble and win the Royal Rumble to face whoever the champion is at WrestleMania. Yeah. People, yeah, I'm not, as I, I agree with Dave, I'm not arguing about this right now because we have a lot more to talk about. So, you know, a pretty good SmackDown, to say yeah, the least. Yeah, no, it was, definitely, um, it was definitely a good show to watch. Yeah, it was a good show, and it was a good lead-up to Monday Night Raw. SmackDown's actually been very uh, entertaining. Yeah. Entertaining. And, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't watch SmackDown. SmackDown sucks. No, SmackDown's actually really good to watch. If you like wrestling, you know... Hopefully they bring up some more talents and stuff like that, but I don't mm. think this is the time because you know they got everybody in storylines and stuff like that. Yeah. And maybe after Night of Champions, maybe here we go. You were talking about having a lot of guys in that World Heavyweight Title picture, Armageddon style, Hell in a Cell. I have like seven, eight guys for the World Heavyweight Title, Hell in a Cell. You put Sheamus, you put Randy Orton, you put Alberto Del Rio. But then what? Everybody gets stuck up there. That those eight people get stuck in that scene. I mean, you can't just. I mean. I feel like some of those have to drop off, like, get spread out. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, then, and, you know, maybe like Damien Sandow, if you put, like, Damien Sandow and Randy Orton, you have Randy Orton come out after that and, and feud with Damien Sandow. You have Dolph Ziggler still trying to cash in money at the bank. Yeah. Well, actually, you wouldn't put it. Never mind. With, with bringing up people, uh, even put, I... Put Rey Mysterio in there. Christ. Yeah. There we go. All righty. Let's get off to uh, to Monday Night Raw, then. You started off with, uh, with a good... Uh, we'll talk about. We want to talk to good first, bad first, middle. I was just realizing I agreed with you with Rey Mysterio in the championship scene, and I don't agree with that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's start off with uh, the goods, and this was actually a very heavy. Oh, I thought it was an awesome RAW. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good RAW. Uh, you know, being hosted by Chicago, the All State Arena. I, I love that place. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they always have some of the best fans and best audiences for live uh Chicago's a raw. Chicago's a good city. You gotta go to Giordano's West and get a deep dish pizza. Uh but you start off the show on a good you have uh CM Punk attacking Jerry Lawler backstage. Great opening. I yeah. mean I, I love it kind of reminds me it doesn't remind me, but how they opened up with AJ looking into the camera and doing that thing with uh Kane, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. Okay yeah. talking to herself. I love it when you have something that's not an actual promo in the ring. Yeah, and this is exactly kind of start off with the backstage. Exactly, thing, instead of like the uh, the the palm circus. I, I, I think it's awesome because the fans, everybody's watching. You have the fireworks, bam, 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 bam. And what is every? Where is everybody always looking at the Titantron? No. So what better time to put something up there than then? Yeah, absolutely. And I th- I think it was it was peculiar. I mean, but it was good. You have Sheamus open the show and talk about, like, he's in Chicago, he's going to face Alberto Del Rio, and then CM Punk cuts him off and enters the ring and talks about how this is Chicago, this is CM Punk's hometown, blah, 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 blah. And you have AJ set up a match for later that night between I, Sheamus and um, CM Punk. I thought Sheamus had a difficult time um, maintaining his stance with CM Punk during that entire promo. I feel like CM Punk just kind of stampled, uh, trampled all over him. I feel like he just couldn't hold his own on the mic. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree, but you're in CM Punk's hometown. No yeah. one's going to be able to hold themselves well, even on the mic. Well, still, I don't think many can hold their own uh, on the mic to CM Punk right now. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, This is an interesting good because, you know, usually when this wrestler is in the ring, superstar, I should say, is in the ring. Yeah, and this is going to be two in a Ran- row. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler getting a win off of Randy Orton. This, I thought, was awesome. I, think I, th- I popped for it. I, did not, I, I, I didn't expect Ziggler to go over Orton. Yeah, no, I, I thought I thought that was bullshit though for the the fact that they had that match again. It was the same exact. They were doing the same thing. Yeah, the no, I agree with that. That it was pretty much the same exact. match. But it was good down. that Dolph Ziggler got the win over Randy Orton. Did yeah. it in that hashtag heelish like way by grabbing the tights, you know. 
Hey, a win's a win. Yeah, a win is a win. So he spoke about, you know, Jerry Lawler being attacked backstage. He's one half of the, you know, commentating team. Uh, another good was the, uh, right after that match, the Miz coming out and uh, announcing it being the uh, guest commentator for the night. Which was amazing. He's always the be- one of the best commentators. But I got to also say, Michael Cole held his own on the mic uh, as a commentary for a little bit. In the beginning, he was pretty bad. But then after that, during the matches, he was calling it play-by-play all I thought it was. I thought he did a great job. Yeah, it wasn't didn't distract you from what was going on in the ring. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, well, I think I think also I think Miz also kind of helped him with that too. Well, no, even before Miz got there, mm-hmm. when it was just solo, when okay. it, it was just his commentary team, I thought it was. I thought it was still flowed well. Yeah, um, maybe uh, another good from the show. Maybe this may, may this may actually these segments may actually go down in like WWE lore. As like maybe one of the better segments of all time was and the anger management sessions with Daniel yeah. Bryan and Kane. Oh, these were a lot of fun to watch. You got to give big props to Scorpio Sky when, for really adding adding a, a nice touch there, especially oh. with the trust falls. And, when, when you see that sign that says like a uh, session two or whatnot in the beginning of that, you I rush right over to the TV. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. So do I. I you know what? I watched it twice. And the second time, I actually laughed harder than I did the it's first so time. Funny. That trust fall, like you mentioned, just hilarious with Scorpio was, Sky with Harold. And then, and then at the, uh, and then at the end with the, the, the doctor like freaking yeah. out and going nuts. I'm like, I'm like, it's perfect. It's it was so well done. I liked how they had like the different camera angles and they kind of mm-hmm. all looked differently too. Just like, all right, this was really funny. And then you had the they had the payoff to it. Uh, which was amazing with Daniel Bryan and Kane, the raw active of the night. They either had to be a tag team, face off, or uh, hug it out. And they hugged it out. And they, I thought after, it was after... just, it was so awkward and it was so funny. I love the fact that Daniel Bryan was seconds away from cracking on, like, just yeah, breaking was, character. He was laughing. I yeah, thought it was hilarious. On that face. Yeah, I thought it was very, very funny. He was trying to not laugh, and then they started shoving each other and then get into a full-on brawl. Yeah. So, Do you think this is going to lead to a tag team? I would, like, I would like to see that. It could. They, can't, they have are, similar colors. Are we done with anger management, though? No. Yes. I think, I think we're, we're, you, can't, you, can't, I, you can't overkill it. I, I think it's going to go at least one or two more. I, I think next week we uh, – I'll, I'll go with even closer. I'll, I'll say next week we do have another anger management. We'll see. I don't think so. I think it's done, and I think now this – rivalry or feud or whatever it is is going to develop i loved afterwards they had on <laughs> wwe.com i don't care about uh, all I'm laughing at is that brandon just sneezed and like he just looks so he, like he looked like he sneezed on his shirt how do you know i sneezed because <laughs> he knows you but i liked on wwe.com after that they had daniel bryan backstage and he's like i was known in aberdeen washington as mr hug it out he ran, pulls some random guy and like hugs him and he's like about to start laughing hysterically he pulls the, the guy that's interviewing him and starts hugging him too it was hilarious well, i we know danny bryan cannot keep a straight face in a promo yeah like, go back when, to those pwg promos yeah, when it goes into humor i mean look at him and paul londa and him like He's just El, El Generico. He breaks character, but it's it, it's funny. And I, I I now that I just got the the Daniel Bryan yes 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 shirt, I'm gonna have to buy the Daniel Bryan no 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 shirt now too. <laughs> just it'll reflect my mood of the day. Yeah, I right. told Rachel. Would I'm like, you? Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. No, you I go was ahead. Say, would you would you accept a hug from Daniel Bryan? Absolutely, absolutely. Dave? Pre or post match. <laughs> but, I don't know. I would say pre-match, but post-match, I think you would too. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'd say Chris would. 
Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to go to the next signing he's at and be like, listen, I need a hug. And he'll Let's be like, hug it out. Hug. He'll be like, no, you, I'm not allowed to. Can you sign this tie and give me a hug? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty funny if at every autograph signing that he does for now, like not for a long time, but right now at the current time, if he just hugs every single fan that gets an That'd autograph, be a great, like they take that, a picture that, with him, he stands up and gives them a hug. I think that would, that be, would, make that would great, play very that would well with exclusive. it. What, him in an autograph signing, hugging everybody? Yeah, just like you know how they do, like they show footage of that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, a great thing to forget do. shaking hands with the fans or giving them a high five, giving them a hug. Yeah, hug it out. Now that now that it's on this podcast, WWE is going. Oh yeah, oh, Mark, yeah. Gonna, wow. Isn't he... what you're going to do at your signing next week is hug everybody, it, and we're going to film it. Isn't he going to be at like Ring Ringside Collectible Fest this year? Isn't it him, AJ, and CM Punk? Ringside Fest is he? I don't know. See, no, I don't think Daniel Bryan is. It's CM no, it's Sin Cara. CM Punk and AJ. Like Daniel, Daniel Bryan was there last year. I think. Yeah, it was him, Zack Ryder, and CM Punk. All right, well, let's. Get, Pata was there. Let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's continue on with uh, with Monday Night Raw. Good Divas match again with uh, Eve and Kaylin. Eve getting the win over the number one contendership. It, it was a good match. I mean, but I fe- I feel like it's kind of awkward that how they're kind of trying to push Eve in there now. She's coming off of her victory out of the. Stars and Stripes or Stars whatever. And stripes. Yeah, whatever that show is that nobody probably watched. That was a pretty fast season too. But oh, apparently she won that, so they wanted her to win the Battle Royal and that botched completely. Cause apparently Caitlin we know won the Battle Royal. Apparently Eve was supposed to win it though. Yeah. So it was kind of now it's kind of awkward that she just they're forcing her yeah. in that in that. Well, uh, maybe match. maybe this is the big payoff is there'll be a triple threat match. Oh yeah, it, without a doubt, it's going to be a triple threat match now. Um, there's no point for it not to be. I was excited to see Caitlyn win maybe her first championship, but if what you say is true, then I'm. No, Layla, yeah, I, Layla's just not good in the ring. Yeah, she's, I mean both both at Eve and Layla are uh, uh, subpar. Yeah, All Brandon right. used to be heavy on Eve though. With her wrestling, no, I still, I still think she's improving greatly. Uh, th- well, you say that about every female wrestler. Yeah, right. That's a diva. You always say she's improving greatly. Man, oh, May oh, Young that, is improving well, greatly. That Cameron, she's you, improving greatly. No, yeah, assholes. If you look at the fucking past, he's cursing a lot on this you show. Look at that was twice. Uh, if okay. you look at Kelly Kelly, if you look at Eve from when they first started, they improved greatly. But that's any wrestler. Yeah, no, you're not. supposed Trust to. Me, if not, not, why are you gonna? Why do you have a job? You're supposed look to be at, improving. Okay, that's... yeah. Look at look at Heath Slater from when he jo- came in and joined the Nexus from the time now. Who was he when he joined Nexus? Yeah. Nobody yeah, knew. Him. I mean, he was, he nobody was, cared about him. He was just a guy that looks like he, the no, Wendy. But no. he knew how to wrestle. When okay, he so did so did all these girls. They knew how to wrestle. They went through developmental and they learned how to wrestle. Yeah, it's no, not like no, they just okay. put them on TV. This, they just, uh, this is in the mid '90s. No one goes through developmental now. Yeah. What's the? I'm not saying they don't go through developmental. I'm saying they. You, you'll see. Go back and watch a match from 2007. It's completely different. Yeah, I know, but, but, every, but that's everybody every improves. That's every wrestler. And if they don't improve, I guarantee you, besides JTG, they're not on TV. Yeah, how many days has he been uh, <laughs> yeah, right. with the company What's now? that count? Yeah, shit. All right, well, let's continue. You know, we talked about Heath Slater very briefly. and you know, Yeah, him. we brought him up. Uh, good match between him and Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder is now 2-0 and uh, since returning to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I, I felt like the crowd was back and forth. I mean, it started off very heavy, and then after a little bit, they 
fell out, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. But it was still a good match. It's always good to see Zack Ryder get a W. Yeah. Uh, you had, I guess, the, the, as you said, the finale of this feud between uh, Jinder Mahal and Ryback with Ryback getting the W in another good match. Yeah, apparently it was just to show after that match last week with Swagger, which, as, as I mentioned on the show, didn't do anything for Ryback. It made him actually look very bad that they put him against Jinder Mahal again, and this put him right back to where he was. Yeah. No. Maintained his status. So... Yeah. Um, let's get on to some more goods. You had Antonio Cesaro with his first title defense against uh, Santino Morella and getting and, the W. And a successful uh, you know title what? defense. It, it, I finally realized that his, his fin- like I knew his, his finisher's name was called the Neutralizer, mm-hmm. but I finally realized it now because he's from, he's from Switzerland. Switzerland's a neutral company. The name of his finisher is the Neutralizer. Get it? I finally got it the other day. I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. What a great <laughs> name for a, a finisher. Dave's, Dave's sitting here. He's like, uh, Dave's like, yeah, you can see like the, the, mon- to, the monkey like I'm trying to think if, like it like it used if it used to be called the Frank Gotch neutralizer. Well, they, neutralizer. that's what they first called it was the Frank Gotch neutralizer. But I mean, like even before he used it, I'm trying to think if that's what it's Isn't called. Is it like a variation of Styles Clash? Uh, more like a cradle pile of I don't know a pancake p- cradle pile driver. Yeah. Which okay. It's kind of like it's kind of like yeah. Actually, it is. Okay. Um, and then you had a great main event with Alberto Del Rio, Del Rio, Alberto Del Rio defeating John Cena in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Perfect match. Wow, what a great match! I thought it was, you know, it really encompassed everything of a Falls Count Anywhere match. You had them going through the announce table. You had them outside. You had them backstage. You had them all over the place. And also, too, this goes back to. Like we talked about last week. Last week you had the uh, the blade job. What were you gonna say, Dave? I'm sorry. Before you, we, we even go on, we didn't even mention that Ricardo wasn't there because yeah. he got knocked yeah. out. Because that was more in our middle. So we'll get yeah. to that. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? But you ha- you had going back to last week with the the supposed blade job of CM Punk. You know they're really adding that that edgy aspect to Monday Night Raw. They did that last week with the Steel Cage match. This week having a, a False Count Anywhere match, which what was... What can't CM Punk do? Yeah. Well, no. That False Count Anywhere match was something that's been missing from the WWE in a long time. The yeah. fact that they actually went all around the backstage area, I love. Because I hate a False Count Anywhere... Uh, a False Count Anywhere match where it doesn't even leave the ring. Or it does, but it doesn't leave... Uh, mm-hmm. Go up the rampway. Yeah. I hate that. Well, you know, and Alberto Del Rio getting the win with the assist from CM Punk, kicking Cena right in the back. Oh, yeah, you, you you saw John Cena hit the AA on uh, Del Rio right on one of the back uh, yeah, the load- trailers. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, just CM Punk out of nowhere. Which was cool. It was very cool. But I think the cooler point was after that, uh, CM Punk giving the GTS to John Cena on the car. Getting in the car as it's driving away, who pops their head out of the driver's not seat? Not Coke Cabana. Not that would have been awesome if it was Coke Cabana. No one would have been like everybody that was watching. Who the hell is that? Yeah. Even though they, they chant for him in uh, in Madison Square Garden. Paul Heyman pops his head out, to drive CM Punk away. I, I love it. Didn't say a word or anything. And then apparently, I guess maybe he was driving him earlier in the night where he uh, quit. Well, he said that he was taking the day off for Labor Day. Yeah. So, but we'll, let, we'll get back into the CM Punk Paul Heyman angle in a minute. Let's get back into the, the, the bads in the middles of Monday Night Raw. Do you uh, see Seth Rollins joining them or it would be a big... Let's talk about that in a minute because I want to like get into that in full detail. Oh, okay. Let, let, let's go over Monday Night Raw. Okay. Um, you have the bads. The only really bad thing was the uh, AJ apologizing to Vicky Guerrero yeah, and Vicky Guerrero slapping her. That segment really lacked. I mean, yes, there's a big payoff to it. Uh, so they say there's a big payoff. 
But I feel like that segment really lacked. And apparently the third for the third hour of Raw, they dropped in ratings because I think that they well, when started you st- off. Well, when you start off with Vicky Guerrero sitting yeah, silently in the ring, I'll change the channel. Yeah, I, th- I think that and that was is- the start of Raw hour three. What is the point of her coming out and interrupting things? That I, I think that's just awful. It gains that, a, well, it gains a lot of heat. It gains a lot of heat, but I feel like that takes away from the match before or the wrestlers that are in the ring before that, previous yeah. to that. I mean... Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, then you had... Well, it was supposed to be... As we said, it was supposed to be Sheamus versus CM Punk. CM Punk deciding to take the day off since it's being Labor Day. So Sheamus uh, defeated Jack Swagger, who's been on a recent of a downfall. And Jack Swagger... Uh, saying that he's going to be take, telling AJ he's taking an extended leave of absence. Yeah, he. it's very awkward to see him pushed in such a match now versus Del Rio. Uh, no, versus Sheamus. Who yeah. was he against Sheamus? He was against Sheamus, yes. Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty... I thought it was weird that Swagger, from this match last week to this... Well, maybe they're going to they're gonna take him off TV, give him a, you know, give him a fresh start, maybe... Because I think the All-American-American gimmick yeah, is old. kind of... It, it played... It How played. many times can you use an All-American-American or All-American patriotic wrestler? I think uh, the, the best was when he was the World Heavyweight Champion, and he had, like, the Soaring Eagle, and he had, like, all his acclimates and everything like that. Honestly, I don't see him going anywhere. Unfortunately, maybe last year I was full-blown behind him. But now I cannot see it going anywhere. You won ten bucks when he won Money in the Bank. Yeah. Remember that? No, your dad did. No, it was, I forget who. It was. I don't know. Uh, regardless, it was you know it was just oh, yeah, Jack Swagger. I don't Swag- remember what we talking about. I think my dad. Yeah. Um. But also too after that match, uh, Alberto Del Rio goes to attack Sheamus, and Ricardo Rodriguez gets the brunt of it by getting a bro kick and pretty much getting knocked out. What a sell and bump he took. That's awesome. I read something on some dirt sheet this week that apparently they want to sit like is, they're going to separate Ricardo Rodriguez from Alberto Del Rio, make him more of a wrestler. They can. I mean, he. Well, WWE.com. Well, I've seen article. Him. Yeah, as, they did. But then I, I heard other things like on other dirt sheets and stuff like that. As we've seen in the past with like FCW and everything like that, Ricardo can hold his – well, he I don't know about hold his own in the ring. But, yes, he is a in-ring wrestler. But on the mic, he's he's perfect. He's funny. I mean, he's not – I wouldn't say perfect, but he's still really good on the mic. He's funny. He can add that comedic role to like a you know, Santino style. Well, he, he could also be very serious. I mean, when he was very serious when he brought in the Ascension. He was actually one of the leaders of the Ascension. Really? He, he brought them in. Yeah, he brought them in when uh, he was talking about Del Rio, how his family actually owned Del Rio works for him. Oh, okay. For his dad. Okay. So it's very, it's very complicated, but he could definitely hold his own. All right, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, then you had in the middle, you had a tag match between Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara, defeating Cody Rhodes and Tensai. Continuing with the feud that we spoke about earlier with Cody Rhodes and Rey Mysterio and Tensai. Very uh, weird. Yeah, why? I mean, why? I, I mean, I, I didn't like the fact that Tensai was in it. I feel like he's not getting over the audience at all. Yeah. Like, he came in as this, like, fear the fear me gimmick. Fear this. Fear this. <laughs> but he's not hitting that at all. He's still getting maintaining the Albert chance. He, it's not going anywhere. Even beating up Sakamoto, it's not going anywhere. I know. So I feel like it's time to just let it go. But, let but, it go. But how do you Luke let it go, in. though? Just let it go. I don't know. You gotta have to release him, turn him back into Albert. Uh, you know what? I I wouldn't mind seeing him back as Albert. I mean, at least love, I would love I would love for them to release him on downloadable content as Albert. I, I, I just, I don't know. I see I can't see Tensai going anywhere. Okay. All right. Well, now that we covered everything, let's let's talk about this Paul Heyman CM Punk. Wait, 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 wait. We didn't cover the main big thing. What? David Otonga is now representing Ricardo Rodriguez. Yeah, because he's one of the, he's one of those, uh, you know, those uh, ambulance chasers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Absolutely. Once uh, someone gets hurt, he's he's right there with him and his stupid coffee and his no goatee, yeah, which is still I'd, fucking creepy. I'd I'd rather hire Clarence Mason. I'd rather ha- hire Saul Goodman if anybody gets the reference. Uh, okay, so let's talk about CM Punk, Paul Heyman. It seems like they're going to be getting an angle working together. I, you know what this brings me back to the shoot the 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 worked real shoot promo from last year. Mm-hmm. Where he said he's a Paul Heyman guy. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, it seems like he's going to be just biding his time, doing something else, sitting home, making more children stable. So Paul Heyman needs to help him out with somebody. This may be the best duo on the microphone in a, in recent memory. I'm so Probably pumped for this. in a long time. I'm so pumped for this because you don't, you don't have to have CM Punk talk for him. You can have CM Punk talk and then you can have mm-hmm. Paul Heyman back him up with facts and stuff like that, which would be, which would be great. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with you. I think that they're both the two of the best on the mic. Who's not going to pop every time that they come out? Every time that they walk down that ramp, you will pop because, the, you know, something's about to go on. The best was the holy shit chance. Like, you see Paul Hammond here, holy shit, yeah. holy shit. I was like, ah, that's I, awesome. I, I said holy shit. My mom was walking downstairs to do laundry. I was just like, holy shit. She was just like, wait, what? what? <laughs> I was just like, Not, nothing. Uh, you My shit. It. It's all holy, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, you, do you think they did a good job of covering this up back when it leaked? earlier when when did it leak i didn't yeah i I wasn't around well that's the thing i I saw something about this a few weeks ago but then i i actually stopped going to a lot of the dirt sheets i didn't even see it on the dirt sheet i I saw paul Heyman. i saw paul Heyman and cm punk denying it on twitter oh i I saw it uh on the dirt sheets that they at some point want to be together or that they were pushing to be together but that's when i was just like you know what i don't want to spoil anything i'm avoiding this shit now yeah all right. So, but what do you think? I mentioned it before. What do you think about adding a few more people into this little duo, especially with Seth Rollins? He's I don't huge. think I don't think they could book Seth Rollins in this because Seth Rollins is more of like that ba- the the baby face of NXT. But we we know he can be a very big heel. We've I know. Seen him with I know. The we age can, of the but fall. I think I mean, yeah, we saw it with the age of the fall. But I feel like they're booking him right now just in NXT exclusively in NXT. To face, you know, to be the babyface, to be the first babyface champion of NXT. And what about Dean Ambrose? You wouldn't, you like Dean you Ambrose, maybe. Like you wouldn't put any, just whatever you name, any of these upcoming guys, newbies in there. Dean to Ambrose, duo. maybe. I could see that, but I, th- I feel like I think Dean, Dean Ambrose is like one of those wandering souls right now that are just like floating. Doing I, looking shows. for something. I feel like they just kind of dropped the ball with him. That they should have pulled the trigger with him and Foley. Back in yeah. WrestleMania oh, time, I, I thought that would have been the perfect time. You had that entire thing going. You put that and you put that on Extreme Rules. It would have been great. Yeah, yeah that, but maybe Foley didn't want to work or something. I'm maybe sure he of... wouldn't want that. He would have worked. It's just that the WWE are a bunch of assholes. <laughs> they're not assholes, Dave. No, the writing staff is though. <laughs> I'm gonna buck it. They're just. They're not assholes. They're just three guys who don't know anything about wrestling. Or yeah. don't know anything about Don't wrestling. know anything about wrestling, keyword. Yeah. <laughs> and we do. Alrighty, so uh, let's get on to our musical interlude of the week. And this comes from, uh, as I said, a former uh, musical interlude. This is uh, Roby, a.k.a. Short Temper. Shit, I thought it was Brandon on karaoke. Well, Brandon, I was thinking about this <laughs> last night. When are we getting more Brandon raps? Nah, I don't know. Come I'm on. writing one right now. It's not looking too good, though. Could we uh, get maybe Brandon on karaoke? No, you're not kidding. Brandon, Brandon never does karaoke. karaoke. I'll but do karaoke. Brandon has, dude, I could show you. I have, like, I don't even want to say how many karaoke tracks of me singing on my computer, but I, you're not listen, getting any Listen, if we can, yeah, why not? No. Okay, no. but anyway, Roby, a.k.a. Short Temper, this is Dream Big. You can follow my yeah. Twitter at uh, Roby Spitfire. Uh, we get back to talk about a bunch of professional wrestling here up. on Mark and Ham. Rob Spitfire, yeah. a.k.a. Uh. 
It's about more than money, it's about chasing a dream They say music addicting, so I guess that I'm a fiend If I dream it, I know that one day that I'm gonna achieve And I throw your glass of holla, bitch, we ain't leaving It's about more than money, it's about chasing a dream They say music addicting, so I guess that I'm a fiend If I dream it, I know that one day that I'm gonna achieve And I throw your glass of holla, bitch, we ain't leaving No feeling like a cheater, nah man, I ain't gonna cheat ya I'ma hunt you down, looking for beef, use my teeth to eat ya from Pennsylvania, but I use my fist to poke a nose You don't really wanna step, brother No boats and hoes I'ma reach my goals, cause I flow like the fucking Hudson Even if I fall, I pull a Sully Bitch, you know I'm thugging Reach all my goals, I'm honest When I tell you that, I'ma take over Run through this game like my name was Sonic I love when people doubt me Yeah, they always talking trash Ammunition when I rap Microphone, it is on blast Comparing me to Jordan, I ain't talking Michael I'm talking sparks, cause I light it up My future's bright Give light a fluid to it and may add it to a fire But still my bars are hotter, no dark when I ain't a liar Grew up in New York days, I'm Mark Messier Ain't Canadian, but things about to get messy It's about more than money, it's about chasing a dream They say music addicting, so I guess that I'm a fiend If I dream it, I know that one day that I'm gonna achieve it Not on your glass, a pile of bitch, we ain't leaving It's about more than money, it's about chasing a dream They say music addicting, so I guess that I'm a fiend if I dream it, I know that one day that I'm gonna achieve it. Not on your glass of holla, bitch. We ain't leaving. I work hard towards my dream. I'm a fiend for me to be the best. Shampoo swag, I'm head and shoulders above the rest. When people see me out, they be like, is that dude? Roby hot, plus he got more jams than Shaq do. This is more than music, I call it a revolution. American rapper, New York, Long Island style infusion. My boy Eli, I kept getting hit and standing up. Two rings later, yo, I find myself manning up Yo, I ain't tryna confuse you But if you pass on me, I'ma just cruise through See, I'm like Victor with a victorious outcome And I leave you all in shambles asking why, when, and how come Beggars can't be choosers, choosers can't be beggars But I flip you both up calling me B-Rabbit, fuck you, eat lettuce And you up shit's creek without a paddle bout Knee high, blessed with talent, got good genes like Levi It's about more than money, it's about chasing a dream They say music addicting, so I guess that I'm a fiend If I dream it, I know that one day that I'm gonna achieve it Not on your glass, a pile of bitch, we ain't leaving It's about more than money, it's about chasing a dream They say music addicting, so I guess that I'm a fiend If I dream I know that one day that I'm gonna achieve it. I throw your glass of holla, bitch. We ain't leaving. And we are back on Mark and App Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you again to Roby for contributing another great song to the podcast. As I said, you can follow him on Twitter at Roby Spitfire, RobyShortTemper.com. Also, too, he has a Facebook page. You can like that. If you want to get your songs on the podcast, just email them to us at markandat1 at gmail.com. You know, give us a little bio about yourself and why you love professional wrestling. All right, we said we're going to talk about pro wrestling. We have a lot of pro wrestling to talk about this week. That's right, not sports entertainment. PWS Pro Wrestling Syndicate has another big show coming up next week at the Railway Rec Center, September the 14th. You have PWS Saved by the Ring Bell. And who's the commissioner? Well, a fitting name. You know, everybody's going back to school. You got to have a principal in there. You got to have Mr. Belding. Dennis Haskins will be the special guest commissioner of this PWS show. And as always, with all these PWS shows, loaded stacked card. Your main event of the it's going to be a Falls Count Anywhere match for the 
uh, heavyweight title. The former champion, the Death Machine, Sammy Callahan, is going to be facing off against Reality Check's own too cocky Kevin Matthews. That's going to be a brutal match. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be. There's good. They will be blood. I feel like it's in the favor of Kevin because yeah, I'm going to go with Kevin. Just because we're not doing predictions, but you know, you can you can have all those members of Reality Check come out there and beat the uh, the heck out of everybody. Even not, I can't. Oh my god, I'm calling it now. Dennis Haskins joins Reality Check. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather see Virgil. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, Sammy no. Callahan, you're getting detention. I still need somebody to challenge uh, ha- Mr. Haskins, I, Mr. Belding. I gotta find out if he's a true wrestling fan. I don't think he is. All right, you have the uh, the tri-state title. The uh, undefeated, the premier athlete Tony Nese is gonna be facing off against uh, Matt Hardy. That's gonna be a good match. Yeah, I feel so. You have the uh, the old school high flyer against the uh, maybe one of the most well rounded. Uh, wrestlers right now on the independent scene in Tony and Matt, Nese. Matt already cut cut a promo for YouTube about this match saying that it's his time to get the Tri-State Championship. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I'm, I've got to go with my boy Tony Nese even though we're not boys. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, honestly, <laughs> if you asked me this last year before that first PW event, PWS event where uh, Matt Har- they announced Matt Hardy, I'm like, oh shit. Because this is right off his TNA. He's fat. He's chubby. He's out of shape. He is exactly not that. He's exactly he's the complete opposite, yeah. polar opposite, everything. He's, he's really maybe he's trying he, to look for a job again. He's in shape. He's doing great ring work, and he's he's doing well. Pr- good promos. Right? Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, he's, he's doing great. Great, but and he's doing a he's doing a workshop the night before a seminar. Yeah, he's doing a little seminar where yeah. you could uh, pick up a few moves. Yeah, there you Guys, go. I'm going to it. You, yeah, I knew oh, you would. No, you're going to Rocky Johnson's one. I have to be one. trained by a Hardy. Yeah, I have to be trained I, by a Hardy. Yeah, right? I got, we got to text uh, Rocky Johnson, get Brandon trained. Yeah, so that is a little uh, thing, a <laughs> yeah. little segment. The only thing he'll train, he'll be like, he'll be like what bridge is this? <laughs> <laughs> what bridge is this? Where's yeah. this go? What kind of what kind of horse is this? <laughs> yeah, that's an knock, Rocky Johnson. Yeah, no, no. When no. we uh, when we picked up Rocky Johnson to take over the PWS event, uh, was it back in May? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, like every bridge we went over, like even the what most. What bridge is this? Yeah, he's like, what bridge is this? I'm like, I have no clue, sir. I'm like, and then we got over with the Verizon. I'm like, this is the Verizon bridge. He goes, how much is it? I'm like, yeah, twelve bucks. Yeah, that was the other thing. He would always ask what the bridge name is and how much the pole. Is and we, so have, back, we have no back in, the 19, back in the 1970s, back in the 1960s. I paid five cents for this. Five cents. <laughs> All right, yeah, continue with that like 10 times. Yeah, oh, 50. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, speaking of legends, you got uh, you know, Demolition versus the Powers of Pain in a match. I mean, I'm, I'm more for like the new guys, the up and coming guys. So, this is you know, yeah, we've seen, we've seen them in the ring before. I mean, we know it's going to be a brutal match, but it also depends on how brutal they want to be and how they want to be that that moment. You want to talk about brutal Devin Moore versus. Is Necro Butcher in go. a grudge match? There, there, that's go. brutal enough for you. There will be if you want to talk about blood. There will be blood. That's going to spill out into the audience. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be everyone's, bloody. Everyone's going to have the titles. The tag team titles. See the way to be. Uh, the tag team titles are going to be on the line. Uh, you have the champions, SM2 uh, versus the Fat Pack. Shout out to DJ Fat Pat. Uh, enhancement talent in the great outdoors of uh, Jake Manning and uh, Grizzly Redwood. Well, it's good to see uh, Manning and Re- Redwood there. That's an interesting team. I like that. I like that duo. Uh, the, the undefeated, the Big O, is going to be with Ashley Mazzaro in his corner. Going against the uh, new Ring of Honor employee. QT, QT Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, it should be good. But undefeated. Big O's going to be undefeated. He's serious, bro. Come on. Yeah. You know, somebody, somebody, another promotion, I think, was billing Ashley Massaro as 
come meet her and see her as you've never seen her before. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, what the fuck? Maybe she got a makeover. We've I don't seen know. her I, naked. I think, I think <laughs> she <laughs> said she's getting tattoos removed or something. Really? That, but that's her gimmick, though. Tattoos removed? No, her gimmick is like the tattoo. Isn't she from Long Island? Yeah. Rocker chick, yeah. Baron's like, I saw her. She was at Pops one time. No, I know. That did happen. I didn't see her there, though, but... What's Pops? Some place in that Lo- place over in Island, Island Park. Park. We're, we're not talking about this. Oh. Uh, the the match of the night's probably gonna be Freight Train versus Dynamite. Five dollar wrestling. How are you not looking forward to that one? I I'm love. I, what about the? I I'm actually looking forward to that six way match. Yeah, the for the Tri State uh, title, Polyon Ar Fox lose for Dark Side, which I think is cool. You have Ar Fox who's like out of this out of control like super high flyer. A Polyon who we know is just a beast lose for Dark Fo- Side. I want to see. AR Fox get a, a moonsault from Lucifer Darkside, which would be amazing. Well, Lucifer Darkside's Apo- like 400 pounds. I want to see what Apollyon and Lucifer Darkside do. You also have Rich Swan. What if, what if Apollyon did a top rope F5 to Lucifer What Darkside? if God the was one of us? The ring would break. What if God was <laughs> one of us? Yeah, right. Uh, Rich Swan's in that match also. Um, a guy, TDS. And Samurai Del Sol is supposed to be booked for it, but apparently due to promotion conflicts, Samurai Del Sol is not going to be on the event. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, you know, we're we're big fans and big supporters of Samurai Del Sol. But Damn triple A. You know, if you can if you can get there to Rawway Rec Center, go to ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. If not, order it on IP Review. Yeah, Pro Wrestling Syndicate Live. It's going to be a great thing. I think I might be just ordering it. I don't know, because I, I may be... Uh, yeah, we, we may not be able to attend, so it may have to be the IP Review way. Yeah, so that it, no, it's going to be a great event. We're, we're all very excited for it. You know, they've got a lot of other great events coming up. October is going to be good. We'll, we'll, which we'll, talk, re- we'll talk about the October a lot in detail when it gets closer. Yeah, DDP is going to be there. DDP. You know what sucks too? Like the weekend before that, he's going to be in the city all weekend doing like a DDP yoga seminar, and I want to get there so badly. Why don't you just do the seminar at, in October? Because it, this is like, it's a two hour fat burner course. It's in the morning on a Sunday morning. I can just go into the city. Then afterwards, you know, I have a, have a good day in the city, but do it up. I have to work. So do it at the PWS. I mean, uh, he's going to probably put on, he's going to do a seminar. Listen, 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 listen. If there's a private session of yoga at PWS, He's like, it's gonna be for me. That's weird, Dave. Yeah. Okay, so continue, Brandon. If there's a private seminar at PWS that he's doing yoga, it's gonna be backstage, with Brandon. Definitely do that because it's something that you'll Hold regret you. if you don't do it. I know. Well, I, like, <laughs> if, I, if I can get off that Sunday, I'll I'll try to and uh, head over to uh, Pure Yoga in the city to uh, do that. But anyway, there's a lot more professional wrestling going on next weekend. Uh, Chikara's annual King of Trios will we, be happening about two hours away from Rawway. We wanted to go to this too that weekend. Dave which, wanted to go to oh, this really badly. Not even for that WWF tag team, but it's just a great event to go to. Yeah, it's a weekend-long tag team tournament. You know, you're going to have your traditional trios tournament that's going to last all three nights. You have some crazy... You know, we talked about the powers of pain. They're in a tag... They're in a trio. Now, what I don't the, get, they're in a trio but they're wrestling on PWS the same day double September booking 14th. brother yeah double booking bro it happens all the time yeah can the powers of pain handle that though yeah they, I mean, you, you start they don't, they need a, don't, don't they need a nap you go on you go on early you come on late don't they yeah. need a nap though now, yeah you have the the faces I don't know what the, the first round matches are I apologize about that but you have as you know we talked about with Dave's mark moment team WWF one two three kid Aldo Montoya on Tatanka there's as, a 
there's a lot of tag teams I'm pumped up. The team Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring yeah. of Honor, the Bucks, and Mike Bennett. Uh, then you have all your Chikara trios. You have the Batiri, the Swarm, which apparently was all screwed up because it's going to be Combatant, DV Ant, and Soldier Ant, who's a member of the Colony. And then you have the Colony, who's Fire Ant, Green Ant, and Assail Ant. It's going to be interesting to it's, see it's, how It's going to be a crazy... Out. Yeah, you have a bunch of new teams like the Submission Specialist team with Pistol well, Danger, Evan, you know... All I don't these... think that they're... I think that they're returning, but I'm, I'm not too familiar with them. Okay. Osaka Pro is going to have a, uh, a team on there. You got Abasan, Kikutaro, mm -hmm. which is which is, should be un interesting because I feel like they would benefit the most, especially Kikutaro. A first, having them face off against throwbacks, you have Matt Classic versus Kikutaro in the ring. I think it would be hilarious. I mean... Uh, what is it, Ebison? Yeah, I, I can't. I suck with the pronunciation of it, but I suck with the pronunciation of everything. But Ebison, he he is such a they, him and Kikataro, they're very funny wrestlers. Yeah, I've watched them in the ring go like slow motion. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, I saw that it's match. Hilarious. It's, it is. It, I was gonna say maybe that should be the match of the week, but no. Now um, who who won last year? Last year the Colony won King of Trios. So do you think they could take it again, or do you think maybe uh, this is going to lead to the Swarm win winning it? Or? I don't know. Maybe the Swarm winning it. But now with the mixing up of uh, yeah, Soldier Ant with the Swarm, I mean, it, it's it, kind of... I, I'd say maybe the Batiri, too. Oh, the Extreme, uh, the Extreme Trio. Yeah, Jerry Lynn, Scorpio, uh, Two Cold Scorpio, and Tommy Dreamer as well. What a way to go out this year, Jerry Lynn. This is how this is his last yeah. year wrestling. What a way to go out. He's yeah, hitting and, up everything. And speaking of you know him, he's facing Cole Cabana uh, November 14th for... Uh, at PWS, which would be crazy. You know, exactly. Fist is in there too. You can't count out Fist. You have the Flying Sandai Girls, which are going to be in there as well. Yeah, and then like, it's going to be a good weekend. And I want to talk, um, we're going to talk about it, you know, in two weeks because we're recording the show on a Friday next week. comes out on Saturday. So it'll be the middle of Trios weekend. But we're going to keep everybody up to date just like yeah. we did with uh, with PWG Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, it's tough. At times it's tough to give you guys everything at the time that it's going on. But we're going to try our hardest to yeah. do it. But hey, we reported on Triple H's haircut first. <laughs> um, second night, you have Eddie Kingston facing off against the 2011 Lions, uh, Young Lions Cup winner, Taz. Tadis K, I'm sorry if I pronounce it wrong. And then night three, you have the annual 10-team elimination winner stays on overly long, over-the-budget tag team gauntlet match. Yes, that is all what it's called. And that's what it's called. If you go to ChikaraPro.com, if you guys want to get tickets, ChikaraPro.com, which it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I think I think they're coming back to New York in November. I think uh, we may have to uh, may have to go. Yeah, Sunday afternoon, the Giants are off. I think it's the last... Uh, Last event of the season as well. Really? In Manhattan. Okay, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. Hammerstein Ball. I, I mean, think it's the last. But still, last year, this is where we saw Generico versus 1-2-3 Kid. Yeah, which was great. The, which was one of our... Which, which was your, the match of the year. It was the match of the year. So you you will get great matches at this event. Go check it out. Well, I think it's on iPerview? No, it's not on iPerview. It's not? No. Wow. I'm surprised at that. No, it's not. Wait, Other. it's not? Wow! All right, let's what, get what, what? let's get on to some more professional what, what? wrestling. Let's talk about professional wrestling that's aired on TV. Uh, Impact Wrestling for this week. I was a big fan of Impact this week. I liked it a lot. A lot of good matches. You had the the culmination of the Bound for Glory series. Samoa Joe versus Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy gets the win by making Samoa Joe submit. That's huge. That's huge for Jeff Hardy. It's huge for his ego. Then you have Bully Ray defeating uh, RVD. With uh, RVD going for the frog splash, Bully Ray reversing it to uh, a bubble cutter, which is similar to what RK Randy Orton did to Evan Bourne that one time. It's not even vintage ECW because both of them have pretty much reinvented themselves. I mean, RVD not very really. slowly, but but Bully Ray. Yeah, Bully Ray. I mean, slowly. now that you put Bully Ray against all these other guys that they've known so, for so long, it, you get a complete different match. And it looks like Bully Ray staying with TNA. 
all apparently I heard like con- they they were like almost at agreement and something happened. I hope and, not. You know, yeah. I'll take Devon and Spike any day. Yeah. All right, but so then since James Storm is the number one spot, he gets to pick his opponent at No Surrender. He's going to be facing Bully Ray in semifinals action, and that means Jeff Hardy is going to be facing Samoa Joe in a rematch from this week's Impact in semifinal action. I think that's very good because it sets up this match because going into it, a lot of people are like, well, Samoa Joe is on a pretty much a tear right now. He's a Samoan submission submission machine. Yeah. But with Jeff Hardy getting a victory by the submission, it's kind of... Uh, the toss-up. You have I have a-, a question about the Bound for Glory tournament. Okay. Well, ask away, but most likely they didn't explain it. <laughs> if you lose a match or get DQ'd, do you get points taken away? Or if you lose yeah. a match, no. If you get DQ'd, you get minus seven points. Yeah, DQ'd. So, That's why Samoa Joe I'm, had like minus points last year. I'm thinking they should do something where like next year's tournament where there's like the final four or whatever, and then one of them, like they're seven points off from the the fifth spot yeah and they get a DQ and then the fifth spot moves up into the fourth or something I think that'd be cool yeah that would be cool um you had a good uh knockouts match between Gail Kim and Tara Tara's on a roll she's going to uh no surrender to face off against Miss Tess Mocker which is kind of teacher versus student type thing hot, <laughs> hot. <laughs> when legal they are legal um and then you have the tag team championship which was defended after weeks of weeks and months of not being touched at what all. What is this championship again? Yeah, Could absolutely. He, I forgot about it. I thought it was supposed to be defended every week on Impact. Hulk Hogan had to uh, pick between three teams he was going to face off against Kazarian and uh, Daniels that night. Had to pick from the Robbies, uh, Tex-Mex, I guess that they're calling them, Chavo Guerrero and uh, Hernandez and Gunner and uh, Kid Cash. And he picks, uh, he picks Chavo Guerrero and... Um, Hernandez. And just a lot of things that Hulk Hogan said during that just like really like irked me. He's like, oh yeah, Chavo Guerrero, you've been on a roll, brother, since uh, you came here. He's had one fucking match. <laughs> do you think he actually has people writing his script, or do you think he's just like, dude, I'm Hulk Hogan, I'll wing it? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't, uh, I don't even watch the product, but I'll wing it. I think the interaction between Robbie E. and um, Hogan was funny. He's like, yeah, come on, bro. He goes, no, brother. Bro, you serious? <laughs> brother. I thought that was funny. But I would you, like you to really, see- you really do think he wings his promos? Oh, absolutely. I, I say so. Absolutely. I mean, that's especially why, that's, why his, that's why his commercials like, let's go direct by brother, blah blah. It's like Hulk, we're uh, selling a grill here today. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was it was funny too. Right before, like he lets uh, Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez go out to the ring. He goes, "This is my main focus at the time." Another thing I think he wings. <laughs> like, I, obviously, that's your focus at the time. Like. What else would be your focus? Picking who's going to go out there. But you had Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez go out. Great, great tag team match. A lot of fun to watch. I like the spot where uh, Hernandez held up Kazarian in the vertical suplex. And while he's holding him up, Chavo Guerrero is doing the three amigos. I thought that was a really cool spot. Uh, and the, But you get Kaz and Daniels uh, taking the cheap way out, hitting Hernandez with the titles for the tag team title I, so I, to win the match. I, I Honestly, I forgot that they were tag team champions because with the entire angle with uh, AJ Styles and Claire and stuff yeah. like that, it just gets very confusing, and I felt like I feel like they didn't need to be in both storylines. Yeah, well, AJ Styles like, wa- AJ Styles wanted in this match, but yeah. he didn't have a tag team partner. Mm-hmm. But Hulk I like Hulk- how, how Hulk Hogan came out, and he, and he was like, he was like, yes, you did win. You did win. And it's like, yeah, of course they won, Hulk. But they are gonna they have a match now, no surrender for the tag team titles. They're going to be facing AJ Styles and his former tag team partner, Kurt Angle. I always liked that group. So did like I. The, I liked Kurt it. Kurt Angle, AJ. Kind of like the, like the faces of TNA. 
kind of yeah. kind of reminds me of. That so sounds that, like a, a little faction, the faces of TNA. That, so yeah, so you know, pretty much making every match on the fly <laughs> for No Surrender this weekend. Oh wait, they have a pay per view. Yeah, the pay per view is this Sunday. Oh wow, great advertising. All right. So while while we briefly mention Hulk Hogan, why would him and Sting hire? Uh, Abyss, whatever his name is, Joseph Park. Park. Joseph Park. If he couldn't even find Abyss, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? He, he did. Still he, helped, he helped out find this Aces and Eight guy that attacked Austin Aries last week. But before we talk about the All Aces and Eight gimmick, uh, Joey Ryan actually back on Impact Wrestling TV in the ring, squaring off against Al Snow. Al Snow saying that if he wants another gut check, he has to face him. No judges. Al Snow versus Joey Ryan. It I feel like hardcore. I feel like this is going to be a match for uh, Bound for Glory, and Joey Ryan wins. Or No Surrender. I don't know. I what what the hell are you promoting? I don't, I don't think it's going to be on No Surrender. They have eight matches already. You gotta you gotta see who's going to win this one. But let's talk about Aces Joey Ryan. A- Joey Ryan also taking the Brock Lesnar route, and he's suing Dixie Carter and TNA. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Because he, he got smacked. Yeah, he got smacked. Hey, he's not on he's contract. The, that hey, smart. Good for, good for him. So let's talk about Aces and Aces, as I mentioned briefly. Austin Aries, they found that guy that attacked him last week, interrogated him. Uh, this set up Aces and Aces calling Hulk Hogan and saying that give the guy back and Austin Aries can face the big guy at No Surrender, which he gladly did after a nice little promo in the ring. I, I, I mentioned this while we were uh, doing all of our show prep. Uh, the one thing that irked me about Austin Aries' promo, he's, he's saying, he's like, I'm sick of getting beaten up. I'm sick of getting railroaded from behind. And then you hear one guy in the audience just go, oh! And then he stops. <laughs> he looks at the audience and he just goes, railroaded from behind. But gets the guy back and this big burly guy is that they're just calling the big guy faces Austin Aries and you cut off the show. Which is can good. You imagine, can you imagine making it in the wrestling business and it's like, Ma, Dad, I made it in the wrestling business. Impact Wrestling hired me. They're like, oh, what, what's your name? I'm the big guy. <laughs> so it, it looks like Austin Aries is going to have a match against the big guy at No Surrender. And speaking of yeah. uh, Austin Aries and No Surrender, let's get to prediction time. They did such a shitty job with this. Oh, they, they, met, they mentioned they spent so much time on Bound for Glory. That they, they, they spent so much time for the Bound for Glory series. Exactly. But the, like nobody even really knows. I mean... I'm sure if we ask our followers, not many people know that there's a TNA pay-per-view this weekend. Yeah. It's hasn't, awful. Hasn't, hasn't there been Bound for Glory pay-per-views every weekend since? No. Yeah, they've right. been, <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll start off with the tag team titles. It's going to be Kaz and Daniels against uh, yeah against AJ Styles and Angle. Uh, I'm going to start this one off. I'm going to go with AJ and uh, Angle. I feel like this is the, the full redemption. Dave, what would you like to say on this one? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I think... I can't see Angle and AJ being a tag team. Like, I mean, having a reason to be a tag team, especially because they're so good single wrestlers. I'm not saying that Kaz and um, Kazarian and uh, Daniels aren't, mm-hmm. but because I know what they're going to like, I know that they're not going to choose what I want, so I'm going AJ and Angle. Okay. AJ and Angle. I'm going with. I'm going with A-Jangle as well. A-Jangle? Good. A-Jangles? Mr. A-Jangles. Ball Jangles? Mr. Ball Jangles. Ball Jangles. Ball Jangles. Um, it's, it's Mr. Ball Dangles. Ball Jangles. <laughs> Whatever. The Knockouts Championship is going to be on the line when Miss Tessmacher faces off against Tara, teacher versus student thing. I'm going to go with Tessmacher. Don't mess with the Tess. I'm going to hope that they're like dressed in some slutty outfits. Like Tara wears a teacher's outfit with the skirt like up to the... And Dave like goes up to his crutch. room and gets and the what uh, is, cooking oil. What, is, what does Brooke Tessmacher wear? An apple, an apple suit? A paper bag over her face. 
Okay, but seriously, I'm what's going the point? Okay. I'm going with Brooke Tessmacher as well. Wow, we got an interesting uh, pay-per-view going. All right, well, well, it's going to be interesting <laughs> once we get to the Bound for Glory series. The X Division title is going to be on the line. Hey, remember that thing? Uh, Zima Eye on the Champion is going to be facing off against Sanjay Dutt. What? Really? Yeah. When was this like... <laughs> When, when did Sanjay Dutt even get put back in this? When did they ever use the X Division since uh, it was that, that tag match with Austin Aries and wow, Kenny King? Just... Uh, I'm going to go with Zima. I, I saw I'm Zima's gonna... the other day for the first time like God knows how long. Really? Yeah. We were up at our friend. We were up at our, back in middle school. We were up at our friend's summer home and they were like, we were organizing the beer fridge and like, hey, look, there's Zima's. I just started laughing hysterically. <laughs> but anyway, who are you picking? Uh, Brandon. Go. Brandon? What did you say? Uh, Brandon, you're going. I can't remember his name now. <laughs> Zima Ion? Yeah. I was like, we were just talking about it. I hate him. What's his name? I'm going Zima. <laughs> it makes no da- sense for Dutt to win. Yeah. I'm going for Dutt. Okay, good. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> that that it decides. Makes no sense. That decides it. Um, another match that was announced on Impact because Magnus was just egging people on in the back. RVD versus Magnus. Dave's like, this was a match too? <laughs> I don't know. All right. This I'm going to go. Awful. I'm going to go RVD. I'm going with Rob Van Dam as well. Please go, Did I Agnes, see Crimson? It... Did I see Crimson on on TNA or no? No, he's in developmental right now. I, I don't know if I dream that. Then. No, James Storm mentioned he's like I admit, I that I was so funny. No, no, I, I remember seeing Crimson, so I think I dreamed that. Yeah, I, which is horseshit. You, I don't want to dream. About you have TNA. dreams I'm about other redheaded men. Go with Madness. <laughs> okay, Dave's so confused. <laughs> Yo, yo, I, I'm like, Heath Slater was there too when I saw him. Yep, you dream about redheaded men. <laughs> All right, so now we have the Bound for Glory series. Like the uh, the semifinals matches, you have Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe. We'll start off with that one. Uh, I'm going to go Samoa Joe. You have Jeff Hardy. Really? Yeah, you have Jeff Hardy go over him on Thursday on Impact, so I feel like Samoa Joe is going to go over him on uh at the pay-per-view when it, when it means big. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I usually pick the best when I pick whatever I don't want. So I'm go even though I want Magnus to beat uh, RVD, but I'm gonna go with uh, your pick. No, no, um, Hardy. I'm gonna go with yeah, Hardy. I'm gonna go with Hardy. And Brandon, I'm gonna go with my boy Jeff Hardy. I thought your boy was Tony Nese. No, again, yeah, I was gonna say even though again we're not boys. <laughs> uh, so then the second semifinal match is gonna be James Storm versus Billy Ray. James Storm. James Storm. There we go. I got the pick first. Brandon, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with James Storm too. James Storm as well. I'm going to go with Bully Ray. Really? Really. Wow. Really? Randy, Riley. Jimmy. But, um, okay. So now from your picks, Dave, uh, Storm versus Hardy, Brandon, Hardy versus Storm, the same match, and then me, Joe versus Bully Ray. Who do you think is going to win the Bound for Glory series? This is the big prediction. This is like the moneymaker right here. All right, so right now I have James Storm versus Jeff Hardy. And so does Brandon. I'm going James Storm. And Brandon? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with James Storm too. All right, cool. All right. Um, and mine, which are totally and utterly random. Uh, we have Bully Ray versus Mojo. I'm gonna say Bully Ray. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I just think it'll do so much more for James Storm because the fact that he was champion and then he wasn't champion, and he was in that scene and he beat. Crimson and that streak that was just horrible for him. Yeah, I think the Battle for Glory tournament could really boost him back up there. Yeah, no, absolutely. It should be uh, it should be interesting. Oh yeah, and we also have uh, Austin Aries versus the big guy from. Uh, I'm gonna go with no contest. You're gonna go with the no contest. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta I gotta go with Dave on this one as well. 
I'm gonna go with I the can't. big. I'm gonna go with the big guy. <laughs> and no, we're not. But talking seriously, about Ron could Jeremy. you imagine going home, Ma, Dad? I'm the big guy. Oh, what are you? What are you dressed as? Oh, I wear a mask, and they changed my voice. Okay. All your friends in Florida will never know it's well, me. Well, what do you think? Uh, Bastion Booger said to his parents when he got hired. Yeah, hey, hey, he, he goes, Bastion Booger. Yeah, but that's at least a gimmick. That was like the the land of gimmicks back then. That's yeah. true. All right, true. Like they couldn't give you the African dream, honey. <laughs> they couldn't make you Hakeem or Hakeem. I mean, <laughs> well, Hakeem. we'll see. We'll see how it goes down this uh, this Sunday live on pay per view. We'll talk about it all next week. But right now, Dave, let's get into some uh, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Woo! That's right. Shameless plugs. All right. We actually <laughs> one of, one of the wrestlers that we are trying to get on this show that maybe we'll get on in a little bit, but Braden Knight from NYWC, Reckless and uh, Wasted. Go follow him at Braden Knight. He's actually going to be attending TNA Gut Check this Saturday. I guess today when you guys are listening to it. So we wish him a lot of luck. We have heard a lot about Gut Check, so hopefully when he gets done with Gut Check, we'll have him on here to discuss it a little bit about his experience. All right, and then go follow Wrestling Mark 617 They've been tweeting to us constantly, and it's always nice to see followers just tweeting to us and getting their name out there a little bit towards us. Also, one of these, this wrestler is having a big year. Go follow, follow Adam Cole, at Adam Cole Pro. He is, he j- he's a Ring of Honor TV champion, and he's just won the Battle of Los Angeles with PWG, and he stole Kevin Steen's title. Yeah, good, congratulations Ke- to him. We, yeah. spoke, we spoke about it last week. And he's have, he had a great match with Kyle O'Reilly. This is his year. Yeah, he's, this is his breakout year. He could be the breakout yeah. star. Definitely. You know so, what's weird? When you, when you said to follow Adam Cole or whatever, I just thought, like, these guys, like, probably have seen our name before, and, like, they kind of maybe might know us. They all like they do. Isn't that weird though? They no, do know not us. At all. Like we used to be like three wrestling fans who didn't know anything, just did a podcast, and now people actually know our names. They yeah, don't know your name. Funny. They know you as Doctor Brandon Sandow. But all right. yeah, it's time uh, now for Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. All right, Chris's match cookie. of the week for this week is not a cookie. It is surprisingly uh, Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe. From this week's Impact, I thought it was an amazing match. It was going to be John Cena versus Alberto Del Rio, but the end kind of ruined it for me with CM Punk interfering. I just wanted a straight up, like straight up wrestling really? match. Yeah, that ruined it for you. Just because I wanted like there to be like a solid winner. Uh, you know, yes, it was awesome seeing Punk interfered and all that stuff, but I would have rather seen as a wrecked winner. So that'll that match will be posted on the uh, Facebook page on Thursday. But until then, Brandon, who are you shouting out? Brandon, shoutouts. Robert De Niro, wanna fuck me? I'm going to make this an all PWS-related one. Uh, first goes out to PWS Past. Go to their website and purchase individual matches or actual full events. ProWrestlingSyndicateLive.com is the website. And you will not regret watching these events. Great quality. Yeah. Yes. Second one goes to PWS Present. As we have Saved by the Bell approaching, uh, we already discussed the matches and who will be there. You do not want to miss this event. Absolutely, I agree. And last but not least, I'm sure you guys can guess it by now, but it's PWS Future. They have a wrestling school you can train at, and we'll see the first class of trainees on September 14th's card. Uh, PWS also has events on October 11th with Blow Wrestling, or Blow just in general. 
then they have PWS on October 12th and November 9th. You will not want to miss any of this action. Buy your tickets. They're all going to be packed, and we're all going to discuss all of them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But let's get into our... Mark out moment of the week. And I think, uh, yeah, this is a fitting mark out moment of the week. It's the fact that you're seeing CM Punk with Paul Heyman and yeah. the possibilities of what's going to happen between these two guys. Even when you knew, like, even reading about how they wanted to work together and everything, you it's still unbelievable to see. It's one of those things that you hear about it, you hear about it, but then you see it and it's just like, oh, wow, this just happened. Oh, shit. Yeah, this, this kind of reminds me of last summer, how the summer of Punk. I feel like this can have the same kind of type of momentum. Okay. That seeing them both you know, together. As, as as much as they probably don't need WWE, it would be pretty cool to see them bring in Cole Cabana and Ace Steel maybe. They're, they're uh, not going to bring I in Cole Cabana. I, I, I didn't say just as much as I think it would be really cool to see that. I don't think they'd bring it in at all. But I, I feel like as much as they, they really don't need WWE. But. Yeah, but even still, I feel like there's other people out there that would be more fitting than those Yeah, two. within Especially the organization. Steel, I mean. Don't get me wrong. I love Cole Cabana, but it's just he has too much going on right now. And then now. Ace Steel, when was the last one you saw him in a ring? Yeah. Who knows? Is he retired? I think I so. Know. I think he's you bring him in so. as the side guy. Yeah. Eh, not necessary. Don't, need, don't Just really pick do up that. paychecks. Yeah, but anyway, that's our show for this week, folks. You can go to markingout.com. Buy some shirts. We got a limited quantity left. Facebook.com slash markingout. Twitter.com slash markingout. Markingout1 at gmail.com for any inquiries. Big shout out to Ring Rope Rebellion. Robbie, Robbie, aka Short Temper, at Nick Bachoto. Uh, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors and have a wonderful week. Wow! Oh yeah!